We all struggle with faults and sins and trials that nobody knows about. And we're going to be talking about that today on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And one of the writers of Streams in the Desert said this once, and this is a very important thing that really uh, um, uh, kind of grabbed my attention, but here it is. The hardest things are not those that the world knows of, down in your secret soul, unseen and unknown by any but Jesus. There is a little trial that you would not dare to mention that is harder for you to bear than martyrdom. And this is maybe a, a fancier way of just saying that all of us, to some extent, struggle with internal things that, that we'd rather people not know about. And we're embarrassed by it, we're bothered by it, maybe we're ashamed. But the point is, is that when we struggle with these things, these, these trials can really uh, undermine our lives. You know, there, there's a verse that says, take up the little foxes that spoil the vine. And so the first thing I want to say today is simply this, that, that the trial or struggle no one knows about. Th- this is what I'm talking about. We all struggle with these things. It could be a sickness we don't share. It could be something in our soul that, that is just so, so shameful or, or just guilt or anxiety that we just don't want people to know about. And you couldn't even begin to express it or articulate it in any way. Yet, there it is. And we find that you might even fear that, that if you share it with someone, they might somehow think less of you. And even many close to you might not know. And in some cases, sometimes we struggle with things we don't even know are there because we can't articulate it. We can't put it into words. But we also find this, that it's a secret place of shame. And, and this, is, this is important to realize this because, as my sub- subtitle talked about, we're only as healthy, basically, as, as, as our, you know, our internals are, right? Um, you would be embarrassed, maybe, if somebody found out about this. You, you would fear a loss of respect from others. And, you know, some, some cultures, you know, saving face is a big deal. Honor is a big deal, a huge deal. And, uh, and in, in other cultures, like our culture, if you're a man, oh, you don't share that. You know, you kind of keep it to yourself. And you feel like you are in a prison of your own making. And this is why we're, we're only as sick as our secrets, the old saying goes. And we're only as healthy as our, our secrets. That if our, if our internals are healthy, then we'll be healthy as people. But another thing I want to I share with you is simply this, that and I'll make the point here that there's a danger of this hidden place, right? When we're hiding in our hearts, when we're hiding in our minds, when we are harboring this thing, it could be a secret sin. It could be something that, you know, it could be infidelity. Or it could be uh, a theft or something that is dishonest or, or, or a lie we made, you know, we, we told um, the point is, 
what makes it dangerous is that Satan can blackmail you and control you through the fear of exposure. And as long as we are holding that thing in without confessing it to God, and in some cases confessing it to someone we, you know, that we trust, then Satan can blackmail you into silence. And there's something about holding that in. It's like holding poison in until your heart uh, becomes toxic and unhealthy. And we find that all spiritual progress then stops when we harbor in that hidden place. And we become like that proverb in Proverbs that says, No one who conceals transgressions will prosper, but one who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. And we find that, that we're basically as, as sick or as healthy as our secrets are. And, but most of all, I want to say this today, that, that in the vast struggle of all this, there's a feeling of futility and trying to change it. And, and that's a point that I, I should have made to you, but we get this feeling of, of, of futility and of wanting to change things, and, and we don't know how to change it. And we struggle with it, and we, we, uh, we harbor things, and we, we hide from ourselves, and we escape to ourselves and all these things. And so there's this feeling that no matter what I do, I can't change it because nobody knows, right? And I don't want anybody to know. And so we, since we only have our own single perspective, we feel hopeless, we feel helpless to change it. And since we deal with it alone by ourselves, we suffer by ourselves without hope. There's another scripture that says, beware of him who falls when he's alone by himself in Ecclesiastes. That they say two is better than one because if one falls, the other one is there to pick him up. But since we deal with this alone, we're forced to live life without hope because we only have one perspective. And we lose our own self-respect as we try to grapple with the challenge by ourselves. We were not made to navigate life that way. God made us to, to deal with things in community. And maybe you're listening to this or watching this today and, and you're saying to yourself, well, you know, I've tried the community thing and I've been betrayed and I've been hurt. Uh, people have lied to me. And yes, it's happened to me too. And it's happened to most people that are, you know, in this conversation. But it doesn't mean that we have to stop. That God can lead you to the right person that will help you just work through it. We all need community in some way. So, what happens is we lose our own self-respect as we try to grapple with the challenge by ourselves. And we become lost in our own, our own stuff, if you please. And because we hold on to it, it becomes like, like a, a poison that we drank that just keeps festering until things get worse and worse. But here's one point I really want to make that, that is important today. And that is this. God knows and I have there Psalm 139, 1 through 16. And I, I'm going to read just a couple of verses, a few verses out of here, just to encourage you. But I've, I've known this psalm since I was a kid. And when I first read it, I felt like, wow, God knows me more than just through conversation or on a surface level. He knows me. He really knows me. And it, it begins by saying, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down. When I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar away. 
You search out my path, my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take wings of the morning and dwell in the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Then he goes on to say, I'll just give you a couple more, for it was you who formed me in my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And what a beautiful way of saying that God knows you, that there's nothing to hide from God because God knows you. And God wants to expose these things in our lives, these, these, these sins or these struggles to both heal us and to free us so that we don't have to feel like we're in bondage to it, so that we don't have to kill ourselves trying to hide a secret that we're embarrassed or, or fearful or ashamed of, of uh, that somebody will find out. And I, I once read a great book um, about leadership, and it was written by a, a famous mayor. And this, this leader, who was the mayor, was, was engaging in a, in a very heated conversation with a, a political bully, in the story, and he said that the bully threatened to go to the police, you know, with some kind of accusation against him. And he said, "Well, if you don't do A, B, and C for me politically, then I'm going to expose you and and you know take you to to court." And the leader wisely said, "This, let's go together to the authorities and straighten this out." And the bully backed right off. And I I, I tell you that story to say this that. Satan is a bully, and he likes to bully you into silence with your secrets, with your struggles, with, with your embarrassing faults. And if you let him do that, then you're going to suffer. But there's something of healing, and there's something of, of blessing and of, of freedom that happens when you confess it to God and to someone you trust, you know, a counselor or someone that, that has your best interest in mind. So what is God after? He's not after condemnation. He's after healing us. He exposes things in our lives so that He can heal us and bless us because He wants us to flourish. And so since God knows anyway, it makes no sense to hide it. And thus, thus it says in Jeremiah, it says, Who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them, says the Lord? Do not I fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? And, and this scripture, I read it to you just to kind of nail the idea, God knows me. He knows my faults. He knows my imperfections. He knows my struggles. And in some cases, God may lead you to, to someone in your life that, uh, that can speak into your life, that loves you, that it could be a spiritual mom or dad or, 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 or a, a colleague that, that you totally trust can have your heart. And there, there's a power in confession, there's a power in, in just admitting the struggle and saying, you know what, pray for me. I'm going through this. Pray for me. So if you enjoy this podcast, please click a like and recommend it to a friend. And uh, check us out on YouTube and soul02.com. And uh, we're also on Facebook. And 
Uh, so glad to do these, and may God bless you and strengthen your heart and strengthen your inner core. Right? There's a scripture that says, Unite my heart that I may fear your name. So till next time, may God be with you. God bless. And welcome to Soul Zero 2. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian.